Welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. I'm Brian Wise, editor of the magazine. In this podcast, I'm joined by Luke Sinclair and the members of the Luke Sinclair set who gathered in a garage in Northcote, Melbourne to have a chat and to play some songs for us in true garage band fashion. They recently released the album Heavy Dreams, which is only available digitally at the moment. You can find it at Bandcamp. Of course, Luke is the lead singer and main songwriter for Raised by Eagles, and Heavy Dreams is his first project outside that band. So let's start our session with the set, playing one of the songs from the latest album. This is Streams. Song's called Streams.
Luke Sinclair set and a song that appears on their brand new album, Heavy Dreams. It's the song Streams. I think the song that also gives the album its title in one of the lines there. And Luke is with the set in a garage on St. George's Road somewhere. Is it in Fitzroy, Luke? Somewhere there. Is is it in Fitzroy? No. Northcote. Northcote, Somewhere around there. On a uh, Friday night. Hey, thanks for joining us, Luke, and uh, members of the set. Yeah, so we're in Northcote. Thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for having us, Brian. We're, My pleasure. Um, we're coming to you from uh, the garage in Zane's basement. So, um, yeah, it's very atmospheric. It's very, very rock and roll. Hey, Luke, it must be a relief to finally have the album out. Yeah, it's... I guess so. I mean, it, it kind of happened pretty, pretty. Eff- uh, I, I won't say effortlessly, but it kind of felt that way because we were in lockdown, and um, and it was it was a bit of a side project that I thought I'd do, and just asked Zane and Matt and Liam if they'd be interested to come in and 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 record some songs. I was I wasn't even sure what songs were going to be on it, to be honest, and then um. I just had a few sort of kicking around that I thought might be nice to record. And, you know, turns out you get the right people on the project. And, uh, you know, a lot of it just took care of itself. I'd, I'd already written the songs. So the recording part was just was just getting the right band together. And I, and I luckily managed to do that um, without really thinking too much here. about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zane. So Zane is playing bass. Is that right, Zane? Yes, Zane, plays? Yeah, Zane plays bass among... <laughs> and, and, this, is, this is my and, ideal gig set up in my own house on a couch in the garage. This is the peak. This is peak for me. All you need is an audience. And, um, well, we are, we are. I am the audience tonight. And Matt, Matt is, is Matt over there somewhere? Yeah, Matt Dixon from, um, oh, well, for, he's from all kinds of local musical fame. But I, I met Matt through broads i think so saw him play with broads <laughs> and um and then uh was like that i've got to ask matt if he if he wants to work on this record and he said yes didn't you matty i did great and liam's over there on liam's on the drum kit hello brian how are you liam over there yeah can you hear me from back here brian I can hear you perfectly. It's quite a large cabinet garage. This. How do you feel about being in the Luke Sinclair set, Big Dog? I feel good. You know, tunes are good. We went and saw. Um, <laughs> tunes are good. We went and we went and saw Liam play as Liam and Co. Yeah. Um. At at the um. What was that? Where was that Zane? Um. Some Velvet at Morning. Some Velvet in, Morning in Clifton Hill in Melbourne. Mm. Uh, which, which is his his jazz outfit, which he gets to be the boss of, and um. It was really fantastic to see him in his element and a little bit confronting because I can see why. Yeah, it certainly he, sat me and Luke on our arms. Yeah, he turns up to our gigs and, and quite often we'll, we'll have dinner while he's playing the set because I think he's bored shitless. <laughs> well, he's a jazz drummer. Probably, he's a very, very good drummer. I'm very lucky to have they're him. They're usually pretty good. Hey, uh, you, it is the Luke Sinclair set, a name that has a bit of a 60s vibe to it, but tell us about the songwriting process. Is it the same when you're writing songs that you're recording with these guys as when you're writing for 
raised by eagles or is it an entirely different process when you have to think you're going to be in charge of this whole thing or you're going to yeah. have these a different group of musicians with you does it work differently uh the songwriting process is pretty similar but the recording and the playing process is really different and i'm loving i'm just loving it you know raised by eagles were on that on the circuit for six or seven years and that was very much a kind of you know it wasn't just me making the decisions um uh, around sort of how the songs went musically even though perhaps you know I wanted I wanted it to be that way so I I kind of was really keen to put something together where I, I just wouldn't have to think about anyone else really I just I could just write the songs and record the songs and and just have a really clear idea of how I wanted them to sound and then ask ask these guys to, to do that and then uh, not only did they do that but you know they bought some really really um great ideas into into the music and it's just been it's just been a revelation to me i think i was uh, it's it's been a long time coming and a, and a, and way overdue for me to um to sort of you know work with some new people and just i just i've just been really enjoying playing music again you know after I, it sort of felt like it was getting a little bit well i know the lockdown was pretty hard on you and you know you've talked about that in the past and not being able to play in front of people so it must be great to be doing that before we p pursue any more uh, questions why don't you play us another song what are you going to play for us let's do well Liam's changing what song are we going to do, Liam? Oh, well, are we doing that one? Horizon? Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, he's not changing his drum kit, is he? Oh, no. He's got the oh. symbol on. This is in E. Don't give yeah. away all the... No, I always forget what key my songs are in, Brian. Hmm? This one's called The Horizon is a Gold Mine.
Luke Sinclair set live from the garage in Northcote and another song from the album Heavy Dreams and Luke and the band obviously they're with us they're on Zoom hey let's talk about the well we've talked about the subject matter of what inspired it last year you've talked a little bit about that but it's an interesting mix of moods you've got some some ballads there including there's an that incredible lead-off song running on the wheel with the kind of orchestration and everything is kind of something you've never done before which is great but there's lots of up-tempo things on it as we just heard there i think there was a question in there somewhere yeah <laughs> the emphasis of that first track brian is that was all sort of i'm not sure if we set out with the intent to have it so become such a big beast of a song like with all the yeah all the different tracks and things, but it just sort of took on a life of its own and was very fun to record. Yeah, we, we it kind of was one of those songs that um, just lent itself to that kind of, you know, 45-degree dynamic where it starts off. Like when we started playing it, it was very steady all the way through, but, but we all, I think we all knew, like even when we rehearsed it in really early on, uh, we knew that there needed to be ooze in it in it somewhere because it had just had that country soul vibe but we we didn't we didn't really map any of that out until we went into the studio and yeah like like I was trying to say before like the studio it all seems to me like it happened so quickly I think and I, I probably did I think it took it's it. a bit of a blur for me like I know Luke brought these songs to maybe me first and we sat in this very garage and That's sort right. of we hashed out a whole heap of stuff for like six months mm. and yeah and like, it was all know. like COVID was going on and it, everything was just very weird so and I felt I guess I felt like I wasn't working on music music because I wasn't doing um you know what what I've always done which is just sort of rehearse with Raised by Eagles record with Raised by Eagles and then hit the road with Raised by Eagles so I I feel like um yeah like now that I'm on the other side of it all it it just didn't feel like work I guess is is what maybe what I'm trying to say but but yeah with that song running on the wheel Kelly Day came in and she did all those vocals and so it sounds like we've got a choir in there but she she just did one pass at probably i don't know six or seven parts and zane put all his harmonies kind of underneath that or over the top of that and yeah it just came up shining matt hit this solo that initially i was a bit unsure about his approach because he said i'm anti-guitar hero i'm not going to play any wailing solos but he just came in and um turned the guitar into a growling soulful beast and we all high-fived each other pretty much in the in the studio at the end of that i think we've got that lead break uh uh, on film yeah we've got that on film i'll tell you what the more i listen to the album though um the fifth member of the band's really roger burger does it at, at union street studios like he is uh definitely a massive part of the way this album came out he's yeah, like he's got a great sound you mentioned just talking about that track it reminds me of something that might have got it's not exactly the same obviously something that might have come off gene clark's album no other you know with the orchestration and everything like like that wow you know that's kind of stretching what you've done before to incorporate other elements yeah i like that comparison because i for, for whatever reason i've always I've, that's someone's always um come up with that comparison with my music i don't know i don't know why because i don't really hear it but i love um i love his his stuff and i love him as a as a man, like I love his, um, I don't know, his his spirit, his mojo, his general vibe, his general vibe. He's such a beautiful man, you know. 
Well, let's hope so, in, um, in yeah. comparison, your album's a lot more successful than that was when it was originally released. <laughs> and, I know, right? But p- people are getting, you know, pretty excited about the album, aren't they? Well, it feels like it. It feels like it's starting to get a bit of a bit of buzz behind it. I didn't even press any physical copies of this record because I, I was, you know. Yeah, it was just a little side project that seems to be sort of growing into this thing that might be worth, you know, uh, I don't know, pushing a little bit. I, I, I didn't plan to push it at all. I just thought I'd record it and put it out and move on. But um, I don't know, gigs are starting to roll in now and uh, and ABC Country's been really supportive and, and you guys have been super supportive. Yeah, I, think, I think Luke might be underselling the um the, yeah. the Zane. Do you think do you think we can get someone in to improve his uh, business skills? Perhaps you know it's uh, <laughs> like, no, uh, that's you know what I mean? I'm afraid. <laughs> no, I I, I worked <laughs> I worked so hard for Raised by Eagles that I feel like I kind of was burned out. Like I I got to sort of hit the road and try and push 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 that mm. so hard and I. I was just like i'm not i need to take a rest and i think COVID had something to do with that too like i just for all of us you know i think we all just felt like you know it, it kind of it kind of um really helped you realize where you were at sort of emotionally and psychologically especially and c- because all we had all we all we could do is really sit around and and um take a break so yeah i just felt like i'd been working really really hard and i just didn't want to do that with this record but now um yeah it's just taken on a life of its own and it's been nothing but positive and fun and it's just been a joyous process so far i love working with these guys and um and so i'm you know we're just sort of taking it as it comes but yeah i'm I'm gonna um don't worry brian i I, i'll do i'll do the work when it when it comes when it comes my way but i just (laughs) I don't know. I haven't been like thinking too hard about touring and all that kind of stuff, you know. I thought, I remember when you and I first spoke about this um, concept a few years ago, Luke, it was like there was a definite premium put on it being as relaxed as possible. And I don't know about Luke, but I speak for us through and say we put quite a premium on making a conscious effort to be as relaxed as we can. (laughs) Hence, we all sit couches <laughs> yeah i think um you know like i i when well, I you're in control to... of it you can do whatever you like with it you guys can do it whatever you like with it can't you yeah yeah but i mean uh you know a, a lot of people have been starting to ask about cds and vinyl and that stuff's just so expensive you know so you have to make sure that it's going to be viable and if you're not touring it's really hard to sell physical merch, you know, like when you're touring, that is your bread and butter, your physical yeah. merch. But now we're all sort of, we can't tour really, uh, or there's no, there's just no sure thing anymore um, around any travel. So, so, um, you know, I, I, I'm just not in a hurry. I just thought I'll try a new, I'll try a new approach and I'll just do a digital record. Like most of my friends don't really buy physical stuff anymore, but a lot of our demographic that listens to this kind of music really do. But mm. So it's kind of been, um, yeah, I just want to make sure that, you know, we can make our money back basically. So it's kind of chicken and egg. I want people to buy the digital record so that I've got money to, to make, to make physical copies. So if they want to, if they want a physical copy, they can burn one themselves, can't they? I, I, I don't know. Brian. Can you, it, CD burners still exist? <laughs> Oh, good yep. question. <laughs> maybe I'm the only one. Maybe I'm the only one who's got one. No, I think they're still alive and well, Brian. It's just um, yeah. I mean, everybody wants vinyl, man. 
I mean, and also lockdown, yeah, everyone wants vinyl and lockdown is kind of, you couldn't go to the store and buy a CD. So everyone's kind of just stockpiling playlists. And, There's always you know, cassette. I've still got cassettes. <laughs> I've, I've still got a car, my car. I think I've talked to you about this before. Yeah. I got a Toyota Kluger 2004, yeah. 2005. Still silver bullet. <laughs> and um, and it's got it's got a, an awesome stereo in it and it's got a tape deck in it. So it I, I I've did. got I bring all my tapes out, I give them all a run. I've still got them in a box, you know. I had to dust them all off. And now I've got this sweet stereo that plays them better than anything used to play back in the day. I was a mission out to Footstray a couple of weeks ago listening to a lot of French pop. It was a sweet, sweet ride. Yeah, I'm getting into French pop. <laughs> okay, let's not get too nostalgic. Um, how, about, how about we finish off with the song? <laughs> All right. Well, what are you going to play? That's a good segue. This is my ode to French pop. This I, When I bought this song to Zane, I was like, I, I really want this to sound like Phoenix, you know, like I want this, um, I want this, I want this guitar part to sound like Phoenix. He's like, who the fuck is Phoenix? Phoenix. And so um, I said, oh, it's just French pop. Um, you said it to me, I recomposed and, the song there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it didn't actually end up sounding anything like Phoenix, but I'm still proud of this song. Not proud of my tuning skills, just one second here. This one's called Boots to the Grave.
Sinclair set. Boots to the Grave. Hey, Luke and Set. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me. It was great. Uh, thanks, thanks for having us in this ramshackle um, setup. Great. Hopefully, it comes across all right. Yeah. Great. Okay, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See ya. So yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Luke Sinclair sat in a special garage band session and the songs you heard were Boots to the Grave, The Horizon is a Goldmine and Streams and thanks very much to the guys for gathering in the garage and having a chat and playing those songs for us. You can find their album Heavy Dreams at Bandcamp and you can find Rhythms online at www.rhythms.com.au and you'll find music news, reviews, features and details of how you can subscribe. I'll talk to you in the next Rhythms podcast. Thank you.